0: This episode is brought to you by X-Tax Pros. Yep, that's right. Sick Addictions actually goes through X-Tax Pros. So check them out. They're our sponsor at Karaoke Triple X. They are our sponsor on Adult Film Star Network. And we can't say enough about them. Professional, discreet, and they do not judge anybody that's in the adult industry. Believe me, That's difficult to find. So if you're looking somebody who's going to treat you right and get you the best bang for your buck, it's X-Tax Pros. Check them out now. You've got my recommendation.
1: Welcome to Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. Every man and woman has one. What's yours? And now your hostess, Miss Jocelyn Stone.
0: Hello everyone and thank you for coming back to Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. I do not have my darling Rebecca Love with me at this moment. I came across something, um, it's actually the New York Times, and I I just wanted to kind of go through this whole thought process that I have. It's called, um, Porn Producers Accused of Fooling Women Get Sex Trafficking Charges. Young women say that they responded to ads seeking models and were tricked into performing. Now, this is happening quite a bit and the way that they have done the sat, sex trafficking um, bills that they're trying to pass, the SESTA and FOSTA, um, S-E-S-T-A, and then F is in Frank, O-S-T-A, um, it, it's so vague that it's very difficult to prove that somebody is being sex trafficked, but what they are doing is blocking people that want to have consensual sex. They're blocking those people from being able to protect themselves. And this is one of the perfect examples of how they're blocking us. It says, um, in a case that could test the online pornography industry, the owners and two employees of two popular pornographic websites were charged this week with sex trafficking and other crimes accused of coercing several women to engage in sex videos that were posted on the internet this is posted um october 11 2019 it says updated 12 uh october 12 19 uh i don't know how what they updated i have no idea but let's see so according to a criminal complaint, the owners, and it comes down to, I clicked on the link that they have for criminal complaint, using um, deception and false promises to lure the women who had answered modeling advertisements on Craigslist to participate in the videos telling them that their identities would be shielded. And that the videos would be would not be posted online. Okay, um, seeing something like that right there, something that we do on Adult Film Star Network and I do as well as Rebecca does on Sick Addiction and Talking Dirty is go ahead and think it through. If somebody is going to pay you and they're going to videotape you or they're going to take photos of you doing certain things... Why would they pay you for that and then turn around and say, oh, yeah, I'm not going to show who you are? What the fuck would they need you for? What's the point in you being there? So just that paragraph right there. Oh, they said that, you know, my identity would be shielded, Um then why the fuck would they hire you? That makes no sense. The owners, um, Michael James Pratt, 36, and Matthew Isaac Wolf, 37, and one employee, Reuben Andre Garcia, 31, were each charged with three counts of sex trafficking by force, fraud, and coercion, and one count of conspiracy to commit sex trafficking by force, fraud or coercion. So, okay, if you're gonna come into the room, uh, you answered the ad, you come into the room and I'm going to take photos or do video of you and I'm gonna pay you for it, then, um, yeah, depends on what the ad wants. You know what I mean? No nudity. And then all of a sudden they decide, Oh, yeah. Well, this has to be topless or you have to take your bottoms off or something like that. Well, that's a bait and switch. And you can leave. You can always leave. You know what I mean? And you can do something like that very casually. You don't have to be a dick about it. You can say, Oh, hang on. I need to go to the restroom. Something like that. Always be safe and have a friend that's close by at a Starbucks or something like that, at a McDonald's just chilling, hanging out, waiting for your messages. Yeah, I'm done. Or um, let these people know that you were dropped off by a person. And then that person, you're going to call them and text them in an hour or two or three and let them know when to come and pick you up. So nobody's going to do anything too awful shady. They may insult you or offend you a little bit, but you have the choice to stick around or not. So um, a second employee, Valerie Moser, M-O-S-E-R, 37, who the authorities said helped recruit the women, was charged with one count of conspiracy to commit sex trafficking by force, fraud, or coercion. I'm really having a hard time um, seeing how they're going to make something like that stick. Mm, they can try, but I'm not quite sure how it's all going to work. Mr. Wolf, Mr. Garcia, and Miss Moser um, pleaded not guilty, of course. And Mr. Garcia is being held in federal custody on Friday. And the authorities said, Mr. Pratt had left the county and was considered a fugitive. Okay, well, when they say don't leave town, they mean don't leave your fucking house. You know? Let's see. Mr. Pratt, Mr. Wolf. okay, they are currently on trial in a civil case in San Diego Superior Court that mirrors the criminal filings. In that case, 22 women said that they were tricked into performing in internet pornography. Hmm. So 22 women went in and complained. It would only take one or two to actually file a complaint. Sounds to me like somebody complained about their website or their ad. The authorities went to check on it and found the IDs and the 2257s. 2257 is the, um, the federal document It's just a one pager that proves that you're over the age of, um, 18 and you're a legal adult in the United States. This is strictly the United States that I'm talking about because every, every state and every country is different. um, but it sounds to me like they con- contacted each one of them and these girls were like, oh no, 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 they forced me into it, I thought it was modeling gig, and they forced me into it, blah, blah, blah. However, they brought their ID, they um, filled out a 2257. You see what I'm talking about? It's you can walk away at any time, at any time that somebody does a bait and switch. If it's supposed to be bikinis and they actually have you modeling in pasties, that's not a bikini. You can leave at any time, especially if you covered your ass, somebody knows where you are, somebody dropped you off, followed you there, whatever. You just let the people know, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, you know, my girlfriend, my best friend dropped me off, my brother dropped me off, whatever, you know? So let's see, Ed Chaplin, the the lead trial lawyer representing the twenty two women. Okay, sounds to me like Chaplin um, got a hold of this, and um, he definitely wants to make a name for himself. He's probably going for governor, mayor, something like that. Um, he wants uh, because handling twenty two women. 22 women are not going to come directly to one attorney, you know? So I'm just picking this apart, looking at it, going, okay, how did all of this happen? How did 22 women come to Ed Chaplin, you know, as the trial lawyer? So, and he's got his name out there. I didn't know who, uh, Chapin. sorry, C-H-A-P-I-N. There's no L in there. It is, he said, it's uh, 22 women called the alleged scheme outrageous. It is despicable. He said, I am glad that the feds are stepping up and that they've seen it and they are doing something about it. Now, Corey D. Silverstein, a First Amendment lawyer based in Michigan, whose practice is focused on issues of pornography and similar entertainment, interesting, Silverstein, said this was the first case he knew of in which a content producer was prosecuted under these types of charges. Absolutely correct because the girls can walk away at any time if they say here's the bikini or I'll pay you a little more if you just wear pasties or you know what I mean? Uh 2257s, two, two, nobody's underage, everybody understands what they're doing. Um, you know, they they could have given options for stuff, and if you chose that option, mm, I'm not seeing the sex trafficking part of it yet, but since it's a very gray area, that's what they're trying to push. The government was a, uh, the government has a pretty high burden burden of proof. He says they have to be able to show that someone knowingly recruited, enticed, harbored, and patronized a person and then gained value from it. So maybe they didn't pay the girls, and the girls are pissed. Maybe their checks bounced. Maybe the uh, PayPal link didn't go through. Something ah, uh, that could be, that could be. And that could be why chicas are turning around and getting pissed off. He said it, let's see. He said he was not convinced the government has a case. So this is this is the the attorney that is um, the First Amendment lawyer. This is Silverstein still talking here. Um, not convinced that the government has a case. Adding, um, was the line crossed from content production to sex trafficking? Absolutely correct. Was it crossed? Was it not? Hmm. That's the question in court filings, Mr. Pratt, Mr. Wolf, who owned the websites, girls do porn, which I looked up and it is there and it's very cheesy and it's very like, oh, are you 18 and you need some summer money? You need this, you need that, you know, type ads. I can just picture those in my head and the girls show up and take a little bit of penis for some money. Um, and then they also own um, girls do toys which is not active they said that the women had signed contracts that stated that the videos they appear in could be used anywhere um anyhow for any purpose which most model releases do say they do um, nobody in the adult industry actually gets royalties. This is not some um, SAG laws or anything like that. We go in, we film, we got our day rate, we leave and everybody sells and then does compilations and regurgitates the same fucking video over and over and over and over and over. And over. I only got paid a day rate. Rebecca only got paid a day rate. We don't make shit on this stuff, but they sell it and sell it and sell it. And then when it's not selling anymore, they put it on motherfucking Pornhub for free. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, that if you don't read something and you're signing it, it's a model release saying, I can sell these photos to Hustler. I can sell it to, you know, Big Butt Magazine. I can sell it to whoever the fuck I want. And then the next page is a 2257 that verifies your age and the documents that you use to prove your age, your um, ID, your state ID, which can be your driver's license or just an ID. Um... You know, if you're not a driver, and uh, birth certificate, social security card, that type of stuff, or even a passport, and they make sure usually you have two forms of ID, but legally they only have to get one. So just an FYI, there. They most bigger companies try to get two. They try to. They don't have to, but they try to. So, and if these girls are coming in and doing sex and stuff like that, people are getting tested. And everything so they knew exactly what they were getting into with this. The women also um, recorded videotape statements stating that they consent to the videos being used in any way and were not under the influence of drugs, mind altering substances, um, according to civil filings from the defendants. So there's a lot of companies and I've even seen this, this short video go as far as, uh, before the film, uh, uh, the camera goes on, they hit record, they hit the little red button. They turn around and say, do you know that you're working, um, for girls with toys? Um, do you understand that this is a, an adult content site? Do you under And uh, they say their company name or whatever. And, um, and then they say, uh, Do you have a problem with this? Are you under? I made an asshole comment one time. They said, Are you under the influence of any drugs? And I said, Only caffeine. And they hit stop. And they looked at me and went, What the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, Dude, it's coffee. It's caffeine. I was being, Okay, I'm not funny. Can we do it again? I'm sorry. And to this day, every time I do one of those videos that says, you know, this is what's your real name, what's your birth date, um, and then what is your stage name, do you know that you're working for blah, blah company, do you understand um, uh, this is a website it's going to be on and um, that this is considered adult content, even if I'm not getting naked. Even if I'm just being an extra for Bang Bros or Brazzers or or um Digital Playground or something like that, I'm just an extra. I'm not even getting fucking naked. And I have to do this video. So these are pretty legit. Um there's uh at the end of the day, um there's some companies that say you did this video did you have fun um did anybody ask you if you um it or you didn't want to do something did you hate doing something were you asked to do something you didn't want to do were you coerced into anything blah 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 they use all the keywords and um sometimes they will um uh, say okay well you know you're being compensated for the video that you did and then they will have you hold up your check in front of the video and say is it, now look at it is it for the right dollar amount is it written out to the right person because some people have company names and stuff like, what if they didn't write it out to my real name and they wrote it out to my company, you know? And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't cash a check under that name. You know what I mean? So they really, and and I actually had somebody, I just did an extra thing with Rebecca. And I looked at my contract and I looked at my basics and I filled it out ahead of time. And the guy's like, okay, we're going to do the video. And I said, no, we're not. And he goes, what do you mean? And I I slid my paperwork over and I said, that's the wrong dollar amount. I wouldn't have showed up for that dollar amount. So I could go or you can fix it. That's simple. I'm already there. And he looks at it and goes, what? Okay, hang on, hang on. And he went back and he looked at the paperwork and goes, oh, my God, I am so Sorry, you are absolutely correct. I am so sorry. So just reading something like that, I almost got jipped fifty bucks. You know, if I'm going to show up and you're going to get the name Jocelyn Stone, now a lot of times, um, when I do extra stuff, I charge more than than uh, some people out there. And the reason why is because when I sign that model release, they can use my name. They're allowed to use my name, so because that's what I'm saying. This is who I am. This is the name I'm under. So you know, and it's it's just really interesting <clears throat> um, that sometimes they'll go, oh wait, 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 you guys got Jocelyn? Holy shit! We're gonna put her in the credits. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Even though I don't fuck for any mind geek companies, I do um have model releases on on the my, mind geek um platforms for being an extra and yes they have actually used my name which is kind of false advertisement in the sense that if you look up my name on their on their sites you think you're getting a video where I'm fucking and I'm not so they're doing a bait and switch to you I am in it but I'm not in it like you think. So, you know, some companies are like that, but I have to charge for that possibility that they might do something like that. So, anyway, back to, let's stop with my rants here. And um, so they're not under uh, uh, mind-altering drugs, some substances, according to... Civil filings from the defendant, uh, Marianne Franks, <laughs> Marianne Franks, wow, a law professor at the University of Miami who is the president of Civil Cyber Civil Rights Interactive and many women in the pornography industry, wow, <laughs> they just, pornography, it has to be so proper, have logged similar complaints of coercion but have not felt comfortable telling anyone. Or, she said, they were afraid that complaints would lead to their not working again. It's very true. It depends on how you handle it. You know, if you handle it like a professional and go, okay, sweetie, come here. Um, i'm just saying that you and i we went back and forth and and i said that i would come here as an extra today for this dollar amount and you lowered it fifty dollars honey i'm not no i would have told you no so we need to figure this out before we move forwards you know i'm like i can go i can leave so it's all in how this plays out you know what i mean if you're a f- fucking cunt monkey and you turn around and spaz the hell out and you're like oh my god they're cheating me and blah 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 you guys are bait and switch look you can you can make your point very clear without being an asshole I mean I tell a lot of shitty stories I tell a lot of different things and I don't use names now somebody pisses me off bad enough <laughs> oh, I'm going to use some motherfucking names. You know what I'm saying? So let's see. Uh, there's just a massive amount of fraud and coercion, says Miss Franks, who co produced mm-hmm, a documentary. Mm hmm about the world of amateur pornography. is a very welcome development that all porn companies will be put on notice that there is an appetite to investigate these cases. Okay, so I clicked on documentary and it's Hot Girls Wanted. Okay, I need you to understand that if you watch Hot Girls Wanted, the documentary, not the the 30-minute uh, shows that they were trying to do, they followed up with that, and they actually got an instant lawsuit because one reason why we use our, our stage names is so we don't get stalkers and, and people losing their minds and showing up at um, you know, our day job or something. Um, they announced uh, that video... That video that I was just telling you about—what's your real name? What's your birth date? And what's your stage name? They actually put that into the show. They actually put it in. They're putting this girl's life at risk, you know. So, uh, but the documentary part of it—the um, the, the uh, what is it? Hussy models, hussy models in Florida. Rebecca and I watched the documentary. We did a podcast about it. You can go to adultfilmstarnetwork.com. You can scroll back and you can look at it, look up Hot Girls Wanted. Then we also got, uh, what's her name? Brooklyn Daniels is one of the main characters on, um, on Hot Girls Wanted. And listen to her interview that we did of her. Now you got to understand, Miss Franks, this attorney, is. Um, uh, she didn't even try to do research. She didn't even try to, um, show the legit. I mean, she might as well have gone to a fucking pimp and said, Hey, so you videotape your bitches sometimes, right? And you keep them in the house. So let's go ahead and, and, um, And say that you're a professional pornographer. This guy is the shit of the shit. He is bottom of the barrel. He is nasty. He is disgusting. And he is such a bad reflection on the industry, which is exactly what I believe Miss Franks wanted to to show and put out there. Because they want to say that it's sex trafficking. There are so many choices all over the goddamn place that no, it's mm no, 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 no. So fuck you, Miss Franks. I think I'm going to forward this to her. So um, significant criminal charges have not been brought by federal authorities against pornography producers for more than a decade. In 2008, Paul F. Little was sentenced to 46 months in jail after being convicted on multiple obscenity charges. Well, what they did is Paul F. Little is max hardcore, and he was crossing a lot of lines. He just believed that he was the end-all, be-all. And um, it took me a second to get through um, a lot of this. uh, They have a link to his charges and all this stuff. But when it came down to it... I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, Max Hardcore, Max World Entertainment in 08. What they did is um, he does Max Hardcore, Hardcore. It, he was like the first abusive motherfucker that just would slap a girl around and, and do some crazy ass shit. They went at a lot of the girls and said, you know, did he force you? Did he do this? Did he do that? Because a lot of it's acting. And um, I actually know somebody that shot for him. And in 08, they contacted her and said, do you want to file charges and say that, you know, he forced you and all this stuff? And she's like, uh, no, no. I knew exactly what I was getting into. I knew exactly what I was doing and I got paid for it and I had fun. So don't mix me in your bullshit. But what they did get Max on was him crossing the lines and sending videos and stuff because this is DVDs. It wasn't just a, online. But um, this is when online was really pushing. And um, the DVDs and stuff, perfect example, Oklahoma. I have a couple that's that are fans in Oklahoma. And they said, we really want to get one of your DVDs But we have to drive across state lines in order to purchase a DVD because Oklahoma doesn't allow adult um, stores, sex shops, anything like that in Oklahoma. And I'm like, oh, holy fucking shit, man. So yeah that that's pretty much what they got him on but let's see Southern California uh, yeah we've got all of this about um, San Fernando Valley has historically become the home of major pornography studios and producers with the internet has made it possible. For someone with a cell phone camera to produce um, and upload explicit content. Well, the thing is, is the banks, the FDIC, is what gave the money in order to do all of that stuff. We were charging. We were actually the adult industry was blocking, and it's like, you gotta pay for this shit. You know, we pay a lot of money to get it out there, so you gotta pay for this shit. Um, They need to start looking at the FDIC and the lender that gave the money to the people that started Pornhub and all that and just let any teenager fucking go on and view it. Let any child go on and upload shit. They do not verify age. They do not ask for 2257s. They don't do any of that. I mean, there's stuff on there where people don't even know that they're being videoed and their faces is out there for the world to see. And the banks, if you listen to the podcast called Butterfly Effect, um, Rebecca made me listen to it. At first I was like, eh, whatever. And then I listened to it and went, holy motherfucking shit. Because the banks won't lend to a whore like me or Rebecca, but they will turn around and say, like, well, all I'm doing is I'm just uploading... Um, a website where people can put videos and stuff on. It's, you know, and they gave him a shit ton of fucking money. So he went out as the economy was crashing and porn is uh, um, an extracurricular activity. So the porn industry was losing money. He went out and started buying up all this porn and he started uploading it himself. They were not creating the porn. They did not shoot the porn. They have absolutely no contact with any of the porn people. They just purchased and started uploading and um, took all the money away from the industry. So they need to check the banks, the private bank that allowed that guy to have millions of dollars to make porn available and free to those under the age of 18. I think that's the person that they should be going for, but they're protecting, you know, their assets and the fact that it is the FDIC and the FDIC approved his loan. So... Oopsie, they fucked up on that one. So traffickers use many ways to trick, coerce, and manipulate, said Samantha Vardaman, vice president of Share Hope International, a nonprofit organization. Something tells me there's a big chunk of that money that goes in Samantha's pocket, just asking if it's nonprofit. How much is nonprofit? Just my question. You know, just a whore's opinion, whore's questions. Um, So Share Hope International, a nonprofit organization that seeks to rescue victims of sex trafficking. These brave women suffered exploitation and exposure, but they are using a legal or the legal remedies to get control back with the extraordinary abuses of the internet. Oh, let's go back to Pornhub. FDIC, the banking that helped helped all this go out there for free to go to our children. We will surely see more criminal activity like this. Well, I'll tell you what. Now, here's this part. Um, Mike South, a former pornography producer who was chronicled in uh, the inner circle workings of the business for his blog MikeSouth.com said he hoped the case would encourage young women to exercise caution before answering online advertisement in the future. There might be a few girls that will read about it and take heed, he says, and Here's here's my thing with that. With SESTA and FOSTA, again, the government, the government has funded, FDIC has funded um, free porn and exploitation and everything and teaching um, our youngins about sex and how it's supposed to be. Not that it's porn, but how sex is supposed to be. But now... Um, with SESTA and FOSTA being such great areas, what they're doing is attacking the adult industry. In attacking the adult industry, what they're doing is shutting down um, our reference pages. There's reference pages where I can go on and go, hey, I'm going to New York and um, this company looks legit. He gave me three references and I'm trying to get a hold of these three girls that have shot for him. Now I've been in the industry for 12 years so I can usually find a girl pretty goddamn quick But um, and know how to screen and reference a company. But when it comes down to it, SESTA and FOSTA are shutting down are references. They are making sure that Pornhub stays up and all the big companies like that. They stay up and exploit for free, give our children porn for free. However, the girls that... are going to go to like these people at, um, what is it? Girls do porn. And then, um, here I am scrolling. I'm sure you guys can hear that. Sorry. Girls do porn. And then also what girls do toys. Um, there's no reference sites to actually go on and go, who runs this? Who owns this? Um, is this person, oh shit, Jocelyn Stone worked for them. So I'm going to go ahead and contact her and say, how was it? Well, you know what, when I walked in, of course I'm making this all up right now, you guys. Um, When I walked in, Um, I was, I was going to do a bikini shoot and everything, but then they turned around and said, well, if you wear the pasties and then slowly let your big fat coochie, you know, pop out of the G string because it's too small, then we're going to give you, you know, another 50 bucks. You're already here. You're already going to make 300. So I'll give you 350. If you take the pasties off, I'll give you 400. If you take the panties off and bend over I'll give you 450 you know what I mean? The, and you negotiate this stuff. Now, sometimes I've walked in and to legit big companies that I've worked for before, I fucking know them, and they're like, hey, will you do this extra thing on the side? Well, you know what? I'll do an extra thing on the side and that's an interview. Like, ask me whatever you want. I got no problem. I'll shake my boobs or whatever and make it fun. But I had one guy, and this is when I was new in the industry. He goes, yeah, we're going to do a little tease. And he kept trying to get me to go longer and go longer. And his comment was, is that all you got? Is that all you got? Is that all you got? He was being a condescending bitch. A couple years later, I was shooting for somebody that said, yeah, I wanted to shoot you for a solo thing, but you already worked for them. What? What? No, I didn't. I've never worked for that company. He pulls it up and shows me. I knew the, the area uh, where I was shooting. I knew the couch. I knew the plant. I knew the walls, the paint on the walls. I knew all of it. And I said, oh, my God, that was my behind the scenes. So here's the thing. When that guy contacted me again and said, hey, you want to shoot? I'm like, fuck yeah, because he pays really well for boy-girl. And then he turns around and goes, oh yeah, we're going to do a little side thing, a little tease. And I looked at him, I said, and you're going to pay me this time, right? And he goes, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? I said, sweetie, I was new and impressionable. You got me. I said, and that was on me for not asking more questions. The fact that you were getting me to do a literal solo masturbation, I should have known. And I don't know why I didn't ask, but you don't get it twice. I like working for you because you're quick and all this stuff, but I won't give you free shit. I won't. That's not how it's going to work. And he just kind of started laughing. And I'm like, how much fucking extra money have you made off of girls doing that? He goes, why do you think I shoot on the new girls? I'm like, you're a dick. And you know, I got a pad podcast and you know, I'm going to fucking talk about this. So I don't have to say his name. I just need to put it out there. That's all I have to do. I can give you guys the information. It's whether or not you want to use it. So, anyway, with a lot of the sex trafficking, I'm going to do another follow up on some of this stuff um, that has to do with the APAG union and some of the things that that they're getting out there. So the fact that um, um how do I want to put it? SESTA and Fosta is so vague that I need. I want everybody to know that they're actually coming after the adult performers. They don't care. And in fact, they back, they condone, and they help. They help all of those that are exploiting young girls. You know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands that turn 18 every single fucking day. It's up to our parents to raise us with some smarts and it's up to our industry, even though the feds and everybody are, are trying to crush us down, it's up to us to educate each other, which is why Rebecca and I do this podcast. This is fucking why. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this audio and I'm going to cinch it all together for Rebecca so she can pop it out there. And um, again, I am going to tell you that it's the New York Times that put this out, and they put this ad out, and it has links to all the all the charges, all the people, all of this stuff. It's um, written by Adele Hassan, and he looks uptight. Wow, he looks like he needs a blow job. And then Kate Katie Van Sickle, S Y c-k-l-e it was published on october 11 2019 it was updated on october 12 2019 and uh it is called porn producers accused of fooling women get sex trafficking charges so look it up i mean there's all kinds of links the criminal complaints and then you've got um the civil case. That's a link as well. You've got all of these different links. The documentary. I can't believe the cyber civil rights inter um, interactive run by Marianne Franks is, is. She's an incompetent fuck. When it co- she's goddamn president of this university, University of Miami, who is the president of cyber. Civil rights interactive. She probably just slapped that together so she could do a documentary. The fucking creeper. She's probably diddling herself because what she did is no research whatsoever. And then Paul F. Little, the fact that they went out of their way um, to get him on these abuse charges. And I actually know a girl that was, you know, that was approached. And she's like, no, dude, I knew what I was getting into. I knew. And I liked it. So yeah, last year, a federal law strengthened the policing of sex trafficking online. What they're doing is they're not looking for people that are sex trafficking. They're shutting down the legit um, uh, sex workers The legit sex workers, the consenters, the ones that consent and and don't, um, I mean, I'll tell you what, I took a phone call the other day, unverified call, and some guy, you know, oh yeah, mother-daughter concept, right? Okay, a little creepy, let's do it. You know, my college daughter and the hot mom and all this stuff, and he goes, yeah, I want to fuck your 15-year-old daughter. Ah! What'd you say? Talk about a fucking wood killer, you know? I won't even talk about that shit. I could have fucking ran with it. Uh Uh-uh. That's not how a bitch plays. What the fuck did you just say? Because if that's the shit you're into, this conversation's over. Your money is not worth it to me. And there are sex workers are like that. Sex workers are like that. They do not break the laws in the areas that they're in. So, yeah, I've blocked people on camming because somebody said, um, oh, yeah, um, I just turned 16, but I've been watching you since I was 12. Well, thank you, FDIC, for uh, giving that douchebag so much money to put my fucking giant big ass out there. I thought I was doing it right And keeping it above board and above eighteen, and you guys, you guys helped this this sex trafficker. You helped fund him. You helped fucking fund him. I need to do a podcast on that. That's I want to know who actually gave him the money because he brags about it on um, on the Butterfly Effect. He actually brags about the fact that yeah. A pornographer couldn't get the money, but I could because he's just a programmer building a website. Yeah, he brags about it. He actually fucking brags about it. But just so you guys know, this sex trafficking stuff is fucking bullshit because they're coming after the people that are doing it legit. And what they don't realize is it's just, it's kind of like an informant, you know, It's like an informant. The cops should be going to those who are doing certain things legit and um, getting the information because we're in the trenches because I'll be the first bitch to turn around and go, okay, this phone call right here, this guy's talking about um, banging out 15-year-olds and stuff like that. You need to block him from, from your call site. You need to block his fucking phone number, his IP address, whatever, you know? So I'll be the first one to fucking do that, but yeah, they don't—they don't want our help. They want to um, get rid of us by putting uh, um, all sex workers out there in order to destroy ourselves. You know, we're going to put ourselves in bad situations, and and the newcomers—the newcomers are going to get murdered and tortured and. All kinds of stuff because they have no way of protecting themselves by contacting someone like me, Rebecca, um, and, and learning from us. So thank God our podcast is still going strong. And now as I'm scrolling down, I'm seeing all the links to this Katie Van Sickle and everything. Oh, yeah. They are going to get all kinds of stuff from me. So you know what? Just a whore's opinion. Uh, yeah. I think it's interesting. You guys, tell me what you think. Tell me any anything that you guys have come across. I'm I'm really curious and how you would change it and what you think of um the FDIC funding free porn to the children out there. You know, because that's what they did. So, ma. And you've been listening to the Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one.
1: Please, please, Mr. Marvin, have a seat on the couch. Um, okay. This is my first therapy session, Dr. Thumperface. Please relax. Now, tell me about your mother. That's sort of personal, don't you think? Okay, Vella. Uh, Well, word association. Say the first thing that comes to their mind yellow. Goldfish. Sexy. Goldfish. Nine person anal gangbang. Uh, Goldfish. Ah, Mr. Marvin, why are you here? Well, the truth is, Doc, I'm into some stuff and I don't know if it's, well, normal. Oh, Mr. Marvin. There isn't anything such as normal when it comes to sex. In fact, here's a prescription. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone? New episodes every Tuesday. Listen to that at least once a week, and you will see that everybody has something that they are into. Okay, Doc, I'll give it a try. Well, our time is up. Seriously? I want to talk more about goldfish. Our time is up. Sick addictions with Jocelyn Stone. New episodes every Tuesday on adultfilmstarnetwork.com. So, uh, Mr. Marvin, you can tell me. What is your special interest? Well, I'm into PB. PB? I I must admit I have not heard of that. Yeah. Peanut butter. Oh, doc. I just love it. Uh... Next patient!